stepping into the fifth sermon of this Kingdom Family Agenda. Um, again, this is one, when I get into uh, relationships, when I get into family, when I get into these sermons, uh, it's hard because I got to sit down in it. And what I mean by sit down is I have to just sit down and just deal with the principles because we cannot afford to miss the building blocks. It's kind of like algebra. If, if, if you don't get rule one, you can't go to rule two. <laughs> you know, each, 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 each principle builds upon the next principle, and you can't go to the next principle until you get the first principle. So, so allow me to take my time. Will you allow me to, to sit down in it? Will you allow me to just, to just, let's just, let's just absorb, let's absorb all that God wants for us. So, so I'm going to take my time. Don't, don't, don't fall asleep, don't. But, but uh, the person Father, sleep next to you, nudge him. Wake, wake him up. Wake him up. Say, say, you need to hear this. We are going to begin getting back at Genesis chapter 2, verse 5 through 9. It will come from the Alpha 5. It will be on the screen before you. I know I'm not going to get as far as I want to get, but... And when, when I get where God wants me to get, I'm just going to quit, okay? It says, when no plant of the field was yet in the earth, no herb of the field had yet sprung up. For the Lord God had not yet caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was no man to till the ground. But there went up a mist, a fog, a vapor from the land and watered the whole surface of the ground. In other words, it had its own sprinkler, in-ground sprinkling system. My God is a bad guy. <laughs> then he formed the man from the dust of the ground and the breath that he breathed into his nostrils the breath or the spirit of life. And the man became a living being. And the Lord God planted a garden towards the east in Eden, a place of pleasure and delight. And there he put man who he had formed, framed, constituted amen father even now Lord bring back to my remembrance everything that you have seen fit to show me father let it come up in my memory allow it to come out of my mouth and let me only say that which you want me to say then, Lord, let there be an atmosphere of receiving because, Lord, unless your spirit open our ears and 
open up our eyes, our spiritual eyes and our spiritual ear, it would just go over our heads. But today, Lord, let us see your way, your pattern, your original intent more clearly. Today, Lord, speak. Through your spirit, Lord, speak. Open up, close eyes and close hearts and close my Lord, speak. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. As I was looking at this thing, all of a sudden, a, 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 a illumination hit me. The illumination that in chapter 2 and chapter 3 of Genesis is, is really about relationship. Can, can I take a, a, a step farther? It's really about the proper order of relationships. <laughs> Watch this, because, because if we get the established way that God has laid out, if we get it out of order, everything else is messed up. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, I, don't, I, don't think y'all, I don't think y'all feel me yet. You know what's wrong with the entire world? You know what's wrong with everyone that's acting crazy? They have the way that God has laid out relationship in the wrong order. When you get it out of order, chaos happens. <laughs> when, when we miss how God laid it out and strategically planned it out so that we can become all that he intended us for be and we may enjoy all that he intended us for enjoy, when, when we reverse the order, we miss out on everything. The reason why people got a nasty attitude is that they're in order. Whenever you feel disgruntled and, and no peace in the door, it's something is out. And when I look at Genesis 2 and when I look at Genesis 3, I realize that, that God was, it was framing the world, framing everything for man so that God could walk in a place of Eden, but he, he put it in proper order so that he could have proper relationship with what he made for him. Critical. Critical that, that God, matter of fact, but the devil really, what he really did was make man get relationships out of order. All he did was tweak it and everything fell apart. Jesus came to re, to call us back to the proper state of order. Order with him order with one another, order with the world that he gave us. Because if we get the first order wrong, all the rest of it is messed up. Now, y'all ready to walk with me? 
I don't expect no shouting this morning. Because we got to dig deep in this. It is critical for us to constantly set in order our relationship with God. Because we keep getting it out of And whenever we get this out of order, you better believe this is out of order. Notice, 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 notice that before God put Adam in the Garden of Eden, Adam experienced God. (laughs) Order. Before he gives him Eve, Adam, when God blew into his nostril the spirit of life, and the reason why here it says spirit or breath, because it's the same word. You interpret it either spirit or you interpret it breath. It's the same word. You know what I think? It's both. He blew in him breath, but God blew in his, him his breath. So if God blew in him his breath, he blew in him his spirit. Because yes, we was made in the likeness of God. Uh, uh, our God is such an awesome God that, 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 that Adam will have maximum everything in God's presence. When he is moved out of God's presence, He can't enjoy what God meant for him to enjoy. When God is not my in all to all, nothing else can take his place. And when God is not number one, my desires, my attitude are once are, are everything. Matter of fact, somebody's going to become your God. Something's going to become your God. You're going to put responsibility on them to make you happy. You're going to expect something. You know, your car can become your God. Let me prove it. You got a new shiny car and you park away from everybody. You don't park a mile away from the store because you don't want nobody to hit you. And I'll be gone. Somebody done ditch your new car. <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute. I'm throwing a fit because somebody hit my new car, and now my joy is gone, my peace is gone. My son had an accident, he had an accident because he was going down the expressway. On the expressway, he was behind this truck that was loaded with stuff, and the dresser drawer was on, or dresser, some cabinet was, 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 was on the truck, okay? So, so the dresser door fell off. It was two cars on either side, so he couldn't turn. When he called me and told me that the car had stopped, my first question wasn't, how was the car? 
My first question is, are you okay? Because I understand that, that it's, it's, it, I, I, don't, I don't really care about the car right now. I care about you. We'll, we'll take care of the car, okay? But are you in a safe place off the expressway? Are you okay? See, see, when we get things out of order, people say, well, how's the car? Oh, I haven't gotten deep yet. Hold on. Hold on. Let me take a drink of water. Even the Ten Commandments is based on relationship. And when we don't put relationship motivated by love in the Ten Commandments, it becomes just orders and do's. How can I say this? On the outside, it can appear like you're doing the right thing, but if your heart is wrong, it's wrong. I don't care how much it looks like we're doing the right thing, that we're helping people. But listen, you got to check your heart and ask your heart, am I doing it for the right reason? Am I doing it to be seen? Am I doing it so I can tell people what I did? Am I doing it so that people think I'm a good Christian? I'm doing it because I love you and I love my brother and sister in Christ. I don't care how spiritual we think you are. You better have a heart check. Because because God is looking at my heart. It's my heart he wants. It's your heart you want. And 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 when I get the relationship out of order, then what he has given us to be a blessing literally becomes a curse. Uh, can, can, can I go there? You, you, you love this person, but God said don't marry him, but you did. And now you, oh, why you make me do it? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. When did we think how did we think we get smarter than God? When did we begin to think that we know more than him? But all of us do it. You know, I realize that, that we try to take a shortcut to get to where God wants us to get to. But when I take a shortcut, I never get there. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Matter of fact, God wanted more for me than I wanted, but if I choose not to go his way, because his way is a long way, when I take a shortcut, I may never get there. It's not that God is holding it back from me. It's because I place things out of order, and when I put things out of order, because the reason that I did it my way, because I now moved God out of the place of where he belongs, and I put him fourth or third place. And now, even if I get to where 
I want to get to, it can't do what it's supposed to do because unless God supplies it, it can't. Can't nobody do you like Jesus. And if Jesus not doing it, nobody else can do it. It's funny that, that, that when we have too high of an expectation on other people, when they can't fulfill what we think, we, we, blow, we blow a gasket. Even if the best of people, they can't be your God. God knows us better than we know ourselves. Watch this. Watch this. Notice that in the Garden of Eden, what Adam experienced first was God's presence. When he woke up, he experienced God's presence. Hold on now. Hold on now. Let me go. You could, because now here we're talking, about, we're talking about men. But wait a minute. What God did was he reached inside of Adam and he reached and took bone and he took spirit and he took soul and he took it away from Adam. And while Adam was asleep, the Greek word or the Hebrew word in the Bible is that he built Eve, not formed her. Adam, he took the dust of the earth and he formed his body. Now, Eve, he built. What's the difference? The material that he used, he didn't have to use from the ground because he multiplied the material he took from, it, from Adam. So everything he needed, he took from Adam so that when he built her, he built her to fit back into Adam. Not only does he fit back Physically, but she fits back emotionally. She fits back spiritually. Her soul, because now he took from him a part of her soul, spirit, and body, and he built her just for him. Hold on, hold on. But in order for her to come alive, guess what was her first experience? God. Ladies. Don't put no man before God. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Can, can, I, can I go a step deeper? Let's go a step deeper. In the garden, remember, God's original intent is right here. In the garden, Adam's experience with God, first of all, is, is God, then eating. Then pleasure. Then delight. Hold on. I want to go from there and go back and say, okay, he's in the Garden of Eden. He's, he's, he's learning how to build a garden. And God said, no, go back. You missed something. Lord, what did I miss? Why did I allow him to experience me first and then pleasure and delight. I'm going to let you think about that. Because if he experienced the pleasure and delight in eating before he experienced me, he will make the pleasure of eating me. Ladies, I'm coming down your avenue. (laughs) 
look like you know where I'm going. Why in the world would you give yourself to a man that you don't even know? In order to win his heart. Because his heart is not connected to his pleasure. He will have pleasure with you without loving you. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me prove it to you. Why do you think God said, When the Bible said that Adam experienced God, he experienced God on the deepest level, spirit to spirit. God is spirit. He made Adam to be spirit. So instantly, Adam knew God, and God knew Adam at the deepest level. Their relationship didn't take time because when you meet at a spiritual level, you instantly know one another. There wasn't the static of sin. So Adam and Eve having their first experience with God, since it was spirit to spirit, he became their soul everything, their source of everything, because they are now walking at a spiritual level. So now he's able to place Adam in Eden and Adam not get it backwards, because now Adam realized that Eden is from his God. So the pleasure and delight in Eden makes Adam and Eve praise God even more, because they recognize the source of their joy. Hold on. It comes from relationship first. If you give him yourself, before he put a ring on it. He will just take you for what you give him without knowing you. Why you think God said no intercourse before marriage? Watch this. And there have been many broken hearts he said he was going to call me. And it's been two days since I slept with him. And he still hasn't called me. You know what? It's hard to get things back in order when you start out of order. And, then, and what I said, and, and, then, and then many times it doesn't even end up where we wanted it because we, we got it out of order. And since we started out of order, now we don't know how to get it in order. So now, matter of fact, if, if, if we would have did it God's way, we would have knew the joker wasn't right in the first place. Or we would have known, uh-uh, she ain't right. But because we have taken it before, we put the court before the heart, we ran right through all the red flags. 
It's not that they wasn't there. We just ran right through them. Huh? Everything said he was no good. Your mama said he was no good. The dog said he's no good. Your blind grandmama said, don't marry that. And because we put things out of order, we married the wrong woman, we married the wrong man, and God didn't do it. The warning signs was there. But since we're smarter than God, since, 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 since we know how to get to where we want to, since we got a shortcut, we got the, since the world is doing it this way, You know, you know, every, this, this, that's all stuff. The best psychology book, and I read psychology books. This is the best psychology book. Who knows us better than God? Who understands the, the psyche of man or woman better than God? No, he made us. The, psychology, the, the psyche, the psychological makeup of man is found in his word. And when he laid things out, he lays it out because he knows us. Adam and Eve, with God, had a see into me relationship. And God knew them at heart. You know what God's trying to do? Get us back. He's calling us back. He called. Here is Adam and Eve. That's where they fall. Before they was covered in God's glory. And now they are hiding from one another, putting leaves in a place that was God's glory covering them. Hold on, hold on. I didn't know leaves was made for covering for clothes. Notice that when things are out of order, we put things in places where they don't belong. And we wonder why it's not working. How you make leaves fit as clothes? I bet you they had a horrible time trying to hold them in place. But isn't that what happened when we're trying to hide and things are out of order and we're trying to make things work and we're trying to be this and, and, and we wonder why I'm so frustrated? Wonder why I have no peace? I expected you to call me. When your joy, peace, and happiness depends on what somebody else does, you got, you put them too high. 
you know, God, God will hold you. God will keep you. God will make a way out of no way. God, God is awesome. And what I said, and when this is right, I know how to handle. You know, you know, how God can I say this? Even things can become your God. God in, in the scripture, Jesus talks more about money than he talks about faith. He talks more about money than he talks about salvation. You know why? He knew that we were going to have an improper relationship with things. What he says in, in, in John chapter 6, 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. He is really talking in that phrase. If you look at the whole context, he is talking about the things of the world and worrying about tomorrow. And he said, you got things out of order. Let me show you how, what to put in order. Me first. Be covered with my righteousness first. Then he said, and I will add everything else. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, because when we are out of order, we're out of order with everything. And with everybody. And God's trying to just say, is you put me first and let me show you. Watch this, watch this, watch this. God don't need our money. But we need to pay tithes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Paying tithes is understanding that God is our principal source of everything. Amen. And watch this. And when you pay your tithes, what you are doing is you are saying, Lord, you're my source, not my job. And then the Spirit can say, I want you to do this and this and this. Because God will begin to show you that you can trust him to order your steps. And I don't know how he does it, but God would take less and make it stretch the more. It's a hard thing because I see this, but I can't see him. But when you walk in faith, God will prove himself to you. Not that you expect anything, but you trust him. Say, Lord, I acknowledge you as my sole source of my provision, of my joy, of my happiness. Worked with a guy, Miller Crump, shoe engineer. They started laying off, and this guy had been there for a long time. And in America, when we used to make shoes, shoes engineer was, was big things. Matter of fact, when they hired me, I, I, was, I, was, I was the first African-American hired as a shoe engineer. The vice president came down and said, we're going to try this. He was black. He said, but we're going to try this because we never, it's just, you know, never been done. So, so I got in there, and I remember this one guy, he got laid off. And he never told his wife he was laid off. He would leave his house as usual, come back as usual. His wife was redecorating the house as usual. Six weeks later, we got news he killed himself. Because his whole self-image was tied up in his job. 
Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And what he's stealing and, and stealing is where we sit and party with God. My brothers and sisters, do you really know who you are in Christ Jesus? And I think we all are growing, but, but when you really know who you are in Christ Jesus, it, it really doesn't matter what anybody else thinks of you. When, when you really know who you are in Christ Jesus, folks won't like you because you act like you know who you are. Uh, uh, don't, 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 don't dare begin to act like you somebody in Jesus. Because folks who don't know who they are in Jesus will think that you think that you think that you think that you you know, you know, you know when, when, when you don't have to hang with them clicks, people who, 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 who's got, who needs to click to verify who they are will think that you think that they think that you think that you somebody. But wait a minute. My God says I'm somebody. If God says I'm somebody, then I'm somebody. Now, you somebody too, you just don't know it. And what I found out is that when we get okay with him, you get okay with yourself. Can I sit and talk to you? Lost a lot of friends when I came to Jesus. But you know what? Jesus became my best friend. And I realized I didn't need those old friends because he's the best thing that ever happened to me. So I became satisfied with Jesus. Do I have anybody else that know what I'm talking about? Hold on. Hold on. That has to be more than just a saying. That has to become your reality. And when you report, and when you put things in their proper order, you realize, how can I say this? I'm just going to say it. Don't ever get in a position that you need anybody. Now, I think true love may say, no, not that I need you. I don't want to live. I don't want to live life without you, but I can. You walk away from me and don't need me. See ya. You don't get nobody that type of power. The only one I really, 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 really need is Jesus. Now, 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 I may not want to live life without you because of the closeness, but hold on. Don't let nobody become your life. Jesus is the only one that is your life. He's the way, the truth in your life. And when you know that, no matter what life throws at you, you can rise up to the top.
Mama, daddy, brother, sister, I will rise up to the top. Why? Because he becomes closer than anything. He is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. And when he says that, he's saying, I'm that for everybody. But wait a minute. You got to make him that for you. I can't make him that for you. You got to make him that for you. Hold on, Barry, let y'all go. It's for, first and foremost relationship with God. Secondly, relationship with one another, husband, wife, children, and so on. Then relationship with the world around us. Matthew chapter 6, 24 says this. No one can serve two masters. Either you're going to hate one and love the other, or you'll be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. He means things. He means the power of the world. He means what, he means what, what money can can bring to you. What's this? He, when, he, when God becomes, he was Adam's and Eve's father, teacher, comforter. He was their strength. He was their provider. He was their protector. He was their helper. He was their guide. He was their joy. He was their peace. He was the source of their everything. They was totally dependent on him. He was their everything. Then he showed them their identity, their purpose, their calling, and their authority in life. Then I said, hold on, hold on, hold on. That sounds familiar. Then I went to John 14, 15, and 17, and it says in the Amplified, if you really love me, you will keep, obey my commandments, and I will ask the Father to give you another one like me, another comforter. I'm leaving, but I'm coming back in the Holy Spirit. I was with you, and the Holy Spirit was on you, but when I leave, the Holy Spirit is not going to be on you. It's going to be in you. And now I have made my residency in you, and I would be everything I was in person to you. I'm going to be that still to you, but you just can't see me. You can feel me, but you can't see. What's it? It says, it says in, in John 14, 15, and 17, he says, I was giving you another comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, standby. Hold on, hold on. So, so you mean to tell me that what Adam and Eve lost, in Jesus we had gained. Are you taking advantage of what he wants to be in our lives? You know what the fight is? Keeping him front and center. <laughs> no matter what, come my way. I, I got to keep him front. But, 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 but wait a minute. 
You don't know what I've been through. You don't know where I've been. I don't, but Jesus does. I don't, but he knows. And he allowed it, he can heal it. When you give him, I know I learned that I, I had to take the hurts, admit that it hurt me, and forgive the people that hurt me. I had to let go and lift it up. Got to the place, I refused to let the past keep me in bondage. Got to the place, I wasn't going to let my past steal my peace and my joy. If Jesus was giving me his peace, his joy, I'm not going to let nobody or nothing get in the way of my joy and my peace and my relationship with him. Listen, folks are going to be folks. Some folks will never change. Some folks will always be dysfunctional, will always be where they are. But, but you know what you got to do? Keep giving them to Jesus and say, yes, but Lord, that's them, that's not me, and I'm not going to let their hurt put me down. And know what I hear? I hear Jesus calling us back to what he created us for. If he created you, he know what he made you for. If he created you, then he knows how to do what he needs to do to get you where you need to be. <laughs> the problem is, some of us not listening to his call. I believe he's calling all of us. You know what I love about it? Scripture says he'll call you by your name. Ain't that, ain't that awesome? He knows you by your name. He don't call you by your title. He calls you by your name. I don't know. He may call you by your nickname. I don't know, but he will call you by your name. And he's calling you to come closer because he knows exactly where you are and where you need to be. Do you hear him calling? Calling you by your name. Tell your neighbor, I hear him. He's calling me. He's calling me to spend some time with him. He's calling me by my name. He's calling me higher than where I'm at. He's calling me into his peace. He's calling me into his joy. He's calling me into my healing. He's calling me. I don't know if you're going to go, but I done made up my mind. I'm going to go get my blessing. I'm going to go get my healing. He's calling me. If I got to leave some folks, leave some folks. If you got to get your healing by yourself, go get your healing. You know what? Can't worry about what folks going to say about you. They're already talking about you. 
You know what I say? Give them something to talk about. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Call me a holy warrior, cause I am. Say I'm crazy about Jesus, cause I am. Call me out of my mind about Jesus, cause I am. Talk about me as much as you please. Make them jealous. Get so full of joy. Get so full of peace. You know what people would do? They would come to you secretly. And ask you what your secret is. They don't want the crew to know they talking to you. They talking about you, but secretly, they want to be you. They want what you got. So they call you up, Terry, it's me. How you do what you do. Seems like you got so much joy. Yeah, 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 now, yeah. they've been with their buddies laughing at you. Yeah, yeah. But when they get home, ha! <laughs> ha, you! Yeah. Take it higher. Yeah. The more they talk about you. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I just did? I'm an eagle. Yeah. And if I want to get high, I just... Is there anybody want to go higher? Is there anybody got to go higher? You know, crows can't fly high. Chickens can't even fly. But the eagle said, I'm going through the storm. I'm going through the rain. But I'm going to get higher. More joy. More peace. More power. More anointing, more, more, more. 